Thank you for joining us. You are listening to a podcast from Bright City Church. For more information, visit our website, www.brightcitychurchuk.com or find us on social media at Bright City Church UK. Well, good evening, everyone. Uh, welcome to Word Up with uh, me, Ian Falx. I'm pastor of Bright City Church with my good buddy, Ben Aldis, <laughs> who is Hello. a longtime member, worship leader, and um, worship father in the house. <laughs> <laughs> the father of the worship. Great to have you here, Ben, again. And thank you so much for, um, you know, heading up last week. I had a, <laughs> a weekend off, which was thanks for that. And Angela, you and Angela did so well. Great, great job, guys. And, uh, yeah, so we, we're picking up. We're going through, friends, uh, the, the letter of 1 Peter. And we've pretty much come to the end of chapter 1. Uh, but just as a very swift recap going to pick it up uh, towards the end of the chapter there as we because it actually does flow into chapter two anyway and so I'm picking that up yeah welcome everyone and um, thanks for joining us you know we're passionate about the word of God the word of God is living it's alive it's active and um, we're passionate to know his word and to impart a passion for his word that we may live by his word amen and be blessed by it amen amen yes <laughs> hallelujah hallelujah so yeah Yes, let's pray, in fact. Uh, Lord, we do thank you for the awesome gift of your word to us. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we ask that every person tuning in on Facebook and also on the, um, the uh, what are they called? iPods or <laughs> the podcast? <laughs> Is it the podcast, yes. Yes, Lord. Yes. Anyone tuned in on the podcast, welcome. And Lord, bless us with your word. Amen. Amen. Right, okay, let's pick up from uh, 1 Peter. I'm, I'm going to go from verse 22. <clears throat> now that you have purified yourselves by obeying the truth, so that you have sincere love for your brothers, love one another deeply from the heart. For you've been born again, not of a perishable seed, but of imperishable through the living and enduring word of God. For all men are like grass, and all their glory is like the flowers of the field. The grass withers, the flowers fall, but the word of the Lord stands forever. And this is the word that was preached to you. So Peter is there reminding, this was the word that was preached to these um, folks who the letter is, um, is meant for, those churches scattered throughout Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, etc., uh, reminding them that this word that caused them to be born again. And um, yeah, thinking that, Ben, it says there again, just looking again, being purified by obeying the truth. There's something there, you know, it's it's in obeying the truth that um, the truth becomes real in our lives, if you like. The truth is um, is walked out and lived out by obedience. And I would say, right. we touched on this before, obedience is, if you like, the true hallmark of faith, one of them. Yes. We'll come yes. to the other in a minute. Any, any uh, <laughs> comment on obedience, the hallmark of faith? <laughs> well, it's, it, it, I mean, it, We've talked a lot about growth um, yeah. and, and the way you grow. And we've talked about sanctification and, mm. and, and what that means as you become a Christian and you, you learn to walk, um, you know, the kind of metaphor is a walking is, is, is a journey. Yeah. Uh, and it's a journey of faith mm. whereby we read the word, we learn what pleases God 
and we we start to live our lives like that and we'll see some instruction in today's episode about you know what what that kind of entails but you know as, as you walk in obedience to what's revealed to you and god does reveal that to you this book was a revelation as we've said a couple of times before it was a revelation to the people that wrote it back then in mm. bible times mm. yet god uses these these revelations of those people yeah. to be revelations to us as people yes. now as believers now and we can experience every single thing that they experienced and as you say, you know, mm. as we obey, there's a growth within us. You know, there's yeah. things that we did before that the Bible tells us are, are now not for us. Mm. You know, it's not how we're to live. And we, we we put those out of our lives and we we grow in, in character, in yeah. spiritual maturity. Yeah. And we start looking like Christ. Yes, you know, it's uh, the goal we, to we my heard, goal. you know, at the very start of this letter about this great faith, this great salvation, great inheritance given to us as, as, a, as a gift of faith. And then it talked about walking out our faith now through by obedience. Again, that's grace by God. He helps us to obey. But what does that obedience look like? look like it looks like sincere love for your brothers therefore love one another deeply so this is what sincere faith and obedience to that faith actually looks like and I'd like to um, really sort of spend a few moments on this I know it's the end of uh, the last chapter but uh, I think it's so important that really love love is so Important and, and and I was reminded of this scripture that uh, from Galatians five verse six it says the only thing that counts is faith expressing itself through love. Wow! Mm. So so you know think of that connection between faith and love. Mm -hmm. um, you know any thoughts on that connection between faith and love, Ben? I guess like you just said, you know the the thing at last yeah. is is the love that yeah. it, that is shared between yes. us. Uh, and again, we refer to a few people in past episodes that, that passed away from us. Mm. But what remained yeah. was was how they loved and how they lived, how they laughed, yeah. how they how they loved us. You know, before before they left for glory, um, and you know, the love as you as you say walked out in obedience. It is. Uh, it looks like. Uh, we discussed last week brotherly love. Yes, brotherly um, love. Yeah. And not only that, but brotherly love was one word they used for love. But there was another word they used for love, which was almost akin to the uh, the selfless, unconditional love. And there was yeah. like a line blurred between a brotherly love that you know a love between friends, where you give each other a punch on the shoulder and say, "All right, mate, love you." Yeah. You know, and a. a, a a deeper love that mm -hmm. that is pure that mm. is that is i will i will i will do everything in my power to serve you yes. and to champion you yeah. in, in you know in the lord um and that that's the love that that, that comes out that you know also the characteristics mm. of the love that we you know you said about um they come out in that in 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 christian character mm -hmm. i will love you unconditionally i will serve you i will walk yeah. with you i will encourage you unconditionally mm -hmm. and if if sometimes we we don't agree or if sometimes maybe we hurt each other you know i will deal with that in a mm. 
in a way that honours the Lord. Mm. If you know what I, I mean. think if if you know us listeners, all of us, we're, we're challenging each other by the word. If if you and I want to know how to walk out this faith, how to live it out, then you know you could go no further than asking, "How can I love?" One of my brothers and sisters today, tomorrow, how can I love them sincerely, deeply? How can I express and show your love for them, Lord? And um, because we, we see again this thing about faith and love, I was reminded of 1 Corinthians 13. Where many of us would know this. It says, if I speak in the tongues of angels but have not love, I'm only a resounding gong, a clanging cymbal. If I have the gift of prophecy, I can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge. I have faith that can move mountains, but have not love. I am nothing, it says. You know, it's, it's so key, isn't it? Yeah. It's love. And, yeah. and um, so what, what is love? What does it look like? You were talking there about it looks like serving, you know, and, and, and doing things for others, you know, laying down our lives. Here we've got a real description of what it looks like a little bit. And again, in 1 Corinthians 13, love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy, it does not boast, it is not proud, it is not rude, it's not self-seeking, easily angered, no record of wrongs, keeps no record of wrongs. Wow, does not delight in evil. When you think of the way, you know, we interact with one another mm -hmm. um, in this way, I will, I promise to be I say I promise. <laughs> if I'm patient with you, Ben, I can't think of what I need to be patient. But, you know, if you did something that, you know, was ticking me off <laughs> or I was doing something that was ticking you off, you know, but that love is just going to be patient, is going to, you know, cover over. It's not going to keep any record of, of any wrong that uh, you may. I can't think of any you've done me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Drag, dragging you through every single love. verse of 1 Peter <laughs> and, and yeah. saying, no, Ian, we've got to go back and we've got to address this. We yes. can't leave it out. You're going to forgive me for that. You're going you're to cover me for that. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, it, it, it really looks like something. And, and this is it's the very real expression of our faith. It's a very real obedience to the greatest commandment of God. You know, we have the greatest, what is it, the two, the greatest, the great commission, the great commandment yeah, is, yeah. is love one, one another. another as I have loved you. So I did want to just um, reiterate that again, come back to it in a sense, you know, love one another. This is what faith looks like, actually. It's That's a it. huge part of what it looks like. Mm. But let's... Um, yeah, I was just going to say, Please, I was just yeah. thinking of, you know, to personalise this and Please. I was trying to think of, you know, some examples of when I, I felt like some real unconditional um, yeah. brotherly love from, from uh, people. And I, there's, me, there's probably many, many examples when people have invited me into their homes and served yeah. me. And when I came to church and I was invited mm. into this family. But there's one example that, I, you know, the Lord's bringing to mind. Yeah. I Before I was a Christian, I used to play in, in bands. I used to play guitar. I used to, you know, pursue that whole, you know, rock band thing. And uh, I was in a band, which we, we're a pretty good band, and we were doing, you know, amateur stuff. And we got invited to... Um, this thing called rock shop uh, which went on for a few years and one year we were in victoria park oh, yeah. and we were playing the van morrison song moon dance um i think at that time and the uh, create festival in ashford mm. got a big crowd quite oh, yeah. a big crowd and you know there were hundreds of bands on anyway we got up and uh, 
they introduced us by name. And at that time, kind of in my life, I had contact with the church. Uh, I used to come along to um, what was the youth club, Youth Res at the time, and I knew people in it. But anyway, so they introduced um, each person uh, in the band, you know, people clapped and everything. Anyway, they called out my name, mm. and there was this huge roar. Yeah. And I was totally kind of undone and yeah. was like, what? Yeah. Anyway, the whole youth group and the church were there in the crowd, like <laughs> championing me, <laughs> you know, and I was, I was, yeah. I was absolutely blown away. Yeah. I think maybe even at the time I'd become a Christian, I'd, you know, just start coming to the church. Yeah. But I mean, the way they, they, that, they supported you, they, they went out of the way, yeah. cheered you. Yeah, that's it. And you just felt that love, you know. Yeah. And, and the rest of the band were looking around like, <laughs> Who's that? Who's that? You know, and I, yeah. I felt like a million dollars. That's I amazing. felt amazing. Yeah. I mean, and, it's, and it's kind of, you know, a small example, but uh, yet the power of it. Yeah, is, is absolutely. So the power powerful, of the encouragement yeah. and the, the championing of me, yeah. um, who, they, you know, they just got to know. And it was yeah. like, oh, wow. You know, yeah. it, it was a real example to me of the, the love of Christ Fantastic. that I was only beginning to learn about and experience. Ooh. Brilliant. Thanks, Ben. Who who can you encourage today? Who can you champion? Who could you, you know, big up, uh, not not in a false flattery way, but just uh, as, as a way of loving them? That's a good little challenge for all of us. Right. Anyway, moving on, let's crack on then with chapter two. It says, therefore, rid yourself of all. Let's put the, uh, the, the verse up as well. We've got, uh, we should be there. Let's try that. Therefore, rid yourself of all malice and all deceit, hypocrisy, envy, and slander of every kind. Like newborn babes crave pure spiritual milk. Let, let, let's stick with the first sentence. Therefore, rid yourself of all malice, deceit, hypocrisy, envy, and slander of every kind. Ben, you had a great point about, you know, how this follows on from what we've been saying. Yeah. Um, so my, my version is the ESV. It says, so put away. And then it says malice, deceit, hypocrisy, envy, and slander. Yeah. But put away, uh, it says in Ephesians 4, 22 to 24, put off your old self, which belongs to your former manner of life yeah. and is corrupt through deceitful desires. And be renewed in the spirit of your minds and to put on the new self created after the likeness of God in true righteousness and holiness. And there's this idea... Um, in the Bible of salvation, that it's a it's a whole lot of casting off or putting off uh, the old self, the old yeah. things, the old influences of the world, and um, you know realizing that it's, it we are taking on something else. When mm. we started this th yeah. thing in uh, and Peter, there was this whole. I remember we talked about. Uh, that Peter, when we were talking about Peter, that he would have been under John the Baptist preaching, who mm. was preaching the kingdom of God. And to a Jew, um, you know, the kingdom of God wasn't maybe a place or something for the future, but it was a taking on of of the rule of God in your life. Mm. Um, so you're putting off the old the old stuff and you're putting on, you're, you're taking upon yourself the rule of God. And Peter even said that. In the beginning of chapter one, elect exiles for obedience to Jesus Christ and for sprinkling with his blood, which took us back to the Old Testament where all of Israel stood at the mountain and Moses was saying, will you commit to have the rule of God on your life? And I said, yes, we would. And symbolically, the blood of the lamb was, was sprinkled upon them to seal that, that rule of God in their lives. And in, in the same way with Jesus, you know, the blood of Jesus um, who shed for us. Is, is symbolic of us taking upon you know the rule of God in our lives. So so putting away 
the putting away in that sentence is 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 putting away that stuff you know it shouldn't be um of a christian you know behavior to to have all this stuff that we, we'll talk about in a minute um you know and a jew would say you pray that prayer the shema you know um from deuteronomy where it says uh, "Hear, O israel the lord our god the lord is one it was symbolic to say i take upon myself the rule of god and I cast off everything else and I, I take upon myself the rule of God. So so for us, you know, so put away all of that stuff and take upon yourself Brilliant. What, you know, yes, the kingdom. Yeah. Yes, thank you. So so there's a real kind of active and and you know, making that decision. I will lay off, I will take off the old man, the old clothes, the old nature yeah. that that can rise up and but we make that active decision. No, I'm not going to think like this. I'm not going to behave like this. I'm not going to respond or react like this. We all know those things that can come up, you know, and, and in the flesh nature, it could be a response of pride, it could be a, a response of anger, it could be, you know, feelings of jealousy or pride or this or that. And yet, you know, we actively say, no, no, I, I choose to put off. The, the great thing is that once we, you know, we're working with God and he says, I will grace you to do this. I will empower yes, you to, to actually, you know, be renewed. And, and, and it's a supernatural work. You know, um, it's not all what I'm saying is, is this isn't all a work in the flesh, is it? Uh, and, and without God, we can't do this. But with him, when we, you know, we work with him, yes, we can be totally renewed in our nature. And it's amazing. It's amazing. Uh, I wonder if, if my wife's thinking of the same song as she's watching now. I tell you the best thing I ever did do. I took off the old coat and put on the new. Oh, That's yes. It. Come on. That's it. Let's put off the old coat and put on the new. And yes, yeah, so, and, and I was saying there, Ben, I, I like what you said to me earlier, you know, about rid yourselves of the malice, deceit, hypocrisy, slander, envy, slander of every kind. And you were saying, well, these are actually the, the, the opposite of love, weren't they? You know, yeah. it's the opposite of loving your brother, you know, <laughs> when you, you're thinking, Malice. malice. Let's go yeah. through the, the words anyway. Well, What's, malice, yeah. I mean, what it, is malice? It, basically, for those who may want to know. Definition, ill will, desire to injure. And I thought that was interesting. Desire to injure, wickedness and evil trouble, you know. How does that speak into that that, that whole situation uh, for us as Christians when we are wronged? When in yeah. our natural selves, the old man, the old coat, we want revenge, mm -hmm. you know, and it's saying put off that, put off that. And how hard is that for us to yeah. do you know when we're wronged because or when someone we love is wronged i mean yes that's, that's a that's a big challenge for for me huge huge i mean if i can there's a, some examples where I, i've i've come across situations like that mm. and i think and i know in my mind how how i should respond in a godly way but the fight is there to mm, kind of yeah. and it's the wrestling between the, wrestling. the old man and the new it man is, the spirit yeah. and the flesh that yeah. tearing you know uh, of trying to get away from the old mm. the old things you know but uh, love your enemies i mean that's that's yeah, what that, we're commanded to do yeah i mean that i mean to love someone who's who's actively wronging you and coming against you and and speaking evil against you that's something that's it's not 
normal. It's not natural. It's not human. No, it's it? actually supernatural. supernatural. It's That's divine. It. Yeah. And, and we can only do that by the Spirit of God. But, yeah, I've got, you know, rid yourselves of all malice, you know, badness or mm. depravity, evil towards evil thoughts. Uh, deceit, well, we think of guile, you know, trickery, treachery, yep. not being um, upfront or genuine with person, but actually you've got different motives, you know, you, you um, same as hypocrisy in a sense. Yeah. Um, I think you talked, didn't you, about the, the deep and sincere love yep. was a... A hypocritic, wasn't it? Yeah, like there was unhypocritical, un love. unhypocritical love. <laughs> yeah. yeah, as opposed to hypocrisy. As opposed to hypocritical. I yeah. mean, deceit and hypocrisy. Deceit. Mm. I mean, it's like it's conning, isn't it? When it you is. deceive yeah, someone, yeah. and there's a, there's a great example in Acts. There's a there's a magician called Elimas. Yeah. Um, and Paul is uh, he's brought before his proconsul um, called Sergius Paulus in uh, this is Acts thirteen six to twelve. And because he, he wants to hear the word, he wants to hear the mm, truth. Mm. And this this magician, this sorcerer, is kind of you know he's 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 whispering in his ear um, deceit uh, and and slander against what Paul's saying. Uh, and, and the Holy Spirit grips Paul, and he, he says to this this man, "Behold, the hand of the Lord is upon you, and you will be blind." Mm. And it was like this guy, Elimas, the sorcerer, sought to blind this proconsul from hearing the truth mm -hmm. and God turned it around on himself. He who was trying to blind was blinded um, because he was deceitful and trying to, to, you know, deceive yeah. and twist the message. I mean, that's what a sin, you know, the, the gospel is being preached and you're trying to come against that. You know, you, yeah. you've got no chance. I think, you know, that truth in the inmost parts being truthful in, in the way we are towards people. You know, it's a great challenge to all of us, I think, because, um, but but interestingly, Jesus was very strong on any hypocrisy, wasn't he? Yeah. He really came against any hypocrisy that he would see in even religious uh, people, religious, in inverted commas, leaders. So how do we sort of ensure that we're not being deceitful or hypocritical? And I, I think, you know, that might look where you're you're being very nice and kind to somebody, but you're speaking about them. You're having ill will, ill thoughts about them or envy or speaking about them behind their back. Yeah. In fact, these are talked Sl about slander. together. Yeah. Slander, envy, slander of every kind, all these kinds of things. They are, you know, they are um, fruits of the flesh and the sin nature so they are in us you know yeah. and, and we do have to um actively as ben was saying put them off rid ourselves get rid of them you know and mm. and and month by month year by year you know we become freer and freer as we practice love as we practice you know loving thoughts loving patterns of thoughts thinking the best of people thinking humbly and knowing that everything we have is is a gift of god and so that we're getting rid of pride then you know there's that journey as as ben was talking about earlier that walk of going from glory to glory and our nature and our character is transformed by the spirit of god mm. so that we're not moving in this way yeah. Anyway, it's a great. Um, There's that conviction in growth, isn't there? You know, yeah. um, it seems the more the more I grow in Christ, the more acutely I feel when I, when I've messed up, and maybe that's a good thing. You know, the Holy Spirit. Um, the more you grow, and the more you you try, you know, you cooperate with God in being sanctified and submit to the Word. When you like mess up, if you like, or do mm -hmm. or 
Yes, you you yes. speak something mm. about someone that you shouldn't have done. You, you 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 fall into a bit of slander, a bit of backbiting. Yes, yes. That the the sorrow that I felt yes, about that has yeah, been intense. Yes, yes, um, yes. The more I've kind of you know tried to read it in the word, mm. talked about it. Mm-hmm. on this program uh, and then falling into it myself and it's just like there's a you know there's like a, a hit you're like oh mm-hmm. wow I've just done exactly the opposite mm-hmm. of what I have read in the word and what I've you know discussed and uh, well thank God you know, you know that you've you've been sensitive as well to well, you know it, the, yeah. the spirit we, we're all Ben every one of us <laughs> you know uh, are on this journey and any, anyone who says that they don't experience that I'm afraid they're a liar because, uh, you know, we, we all sin. We all have the same struggle. Um, but, uh, yeah, thank God he helps us. And I was just thinking, again, for those of you who are listening, you know, we think of how do we, how do we make progress in this, all this area? Well, we, we, it starts in the mind, our thoughts. If you're actively putting off you know, evil thoughts and slanderous thoughts and, and, you know, engaging with the Lord in your quiet time, saying, help me, Father. I choose, you know, to, so, so that your thought patterns, they, they begin to change and you begin to think good thoughts of people because your thoughts become, um, your thoughts will overspill into your words and, and, you know, your words uh, even move to, well, your words are so powerful. They can pierce, they can, uh, they can hurt and injure and our words and can bring actions. Actions follow words. So you know these. This way of um, choosing to to get our life, you know, in step with the Holy Spirit, in step with God, and He'll help us. Amen. <laughs> anyway. Amen. Absolutely. Yeah. So. There we go. Actually, it ties in with this. Like newborn babies crave pure spiritual milk so that by it you may grow up in your salvation. So so we've got the laying off. Now we've got the taking on, taking on and craving. Um, so interestingly, it talks about, you know, that craving. I mean, it's not uh, des- it's not desiring. It's not wanting. But craving is the word. Yeah. Um, did you is get it? anything from the word craving? Yeah, I mean, putting sin out of your life, you you yearn for the word. You know, if you fill your life mm. with, with sin and you, one of the commentaries was like, if you feast on the husks of the world, you're going to have no appetite left for the things of God. A healthy infant is a hungry infant and a spiritually healthy Christian is a hungry Christian, is, is what I said. You know, that's that's what, you, you know, you... That's the craving, you know, you, you're hungry for the right things, like a newborn infant, you know, this, this born again, we're born Fantastic. again. Fantastic, yes, yeah, so true, yes, it's, it's um, you know, just like a newborn baby, you know, all they're thinking about is the food, the food, the milk, the milk, and we're to be the same. Um, I mean, yes, Paul would be addressing these young churches, so there would be, you know, newly born again believers amongst them, but there would be also mature believers as well to, to some degree, we're to continue to crave this pure spiritual milk. It's not mm. in the sense here of, as, as, as Paul speaks about, you know, milk and meat. It's not a distinguishing here that it's just the, the former things, the kind of primary things of faith. But it's, it's the pure spiritual milk of the word. Yes, it's the word of God. We're to crave the word of God. We're to feed on the word of God. Listen, we keep saying it in, even in our ministry, Bright City Church. And I want to reiterate to you, that's why we're, we're having word up. It is the word of God. 
The word of God is the mind of God. The word of God is the heart of God. The word of God is as God himself. It's how God speaks. And so this is why we're to, to crave the word of God. You cannot really be a Christian who grows in your salvation by, if you like, um, thinking lowly of God's word. You might say, yes, you know, I, I, I love God and, I, and I, I know God loves me, but, you know, the Bible, well, it's an old book and it doesn't really, no, 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 no. It's the word all the way through the revelation of God in this word. We see that the word of God is at the forefront of our spiritual life. That's it. My soul is starved, hungry and ravenous, insatiable for your nourishing commands. Psalm 119, 20 <laughs> from the message. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah, insatiable, yes, ravenous, yes, ravenous for oh, it. And yeah, even yeah. Jesus, when he was answering the devil, he said, man does not live by bread alone, but man lives by every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. Um, you know, and he was he used that in spiritual warfare against the devil. But, mm -hmm. you know, as an example, you know, that, that's our that's our food. Um, and what you said, obviously, about, you know, there's that whole thing about the milk of the word for babes in Christ and the meat for those that are a bit further on. But it's not referring to that here. It's it's saying milk is in nourishment for us, you know, spiritual. Word, and interestingly, it's, mm. it says about the long, long for the pure spiritual milk, that word pure. Pure, yeah. Um, is uh, the, the word we used for deceit, the, the Greek word used for mm. deceit in the previous passage is dolos. The word for pure here is adolos, which is the exact opposite of like deceit and uh, and uh, being conned or, or, you know, trying to be tricked. This is almost to say this, this is guile, guileless Guiles. spiritual milk, unadulterated, nothing added to it, pure spiritual milk of the word. There's no trickery involved. There's no ulterior motive here. It is what it is. You know, God says what he says and it's it's, it's his eternal word and it is his faithful word as well. You know, this pure spiritual milk is going to help us to grow up in salvation is what it goes on to say, you know, and uh, as ba I, I love that picture of, of, you know, babies craving pure spiritual milk. Mm -hmm. I remember my daughters, you know, really kind of, you know, being ravenously hungry to be, to be fed. Uh, and once they had had, had their yes, fill they yes. almost had they were almost like in a milk coma <laughs> yes. where they were just like oh, absolutely like yeah. that and it's you know that craving for that kind of fulfillment and that yes. nourishment that desire mm -hmm. for god you know is exactly like that you know a baby craving for the spiritual milk and Amen. for the nourishing of yeah. our souls you know and i love i love all the word pictures that the, the bible you know throws up uh of all these things you know but it's it's saying you know the nourishment like a child helps us to grow up into salvation, grow, growing up spiritual growth. Um, Peter says in, in chapter three, grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Grow. There's so much in the word about, you know, growth and growing and going on from, um, you know, the way we were. We talked about this, there's so many pictures, you know, taking off the old things, putting on the new holy conduct. We've talked about growing holy conduct, you know, that, that progression is is what it's all about, and you know that. that how do pictures. we how do we know what holy conduct is through the word? That's it. I mean, it's, yeah, yeah. It's 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 all there in the word, and so that we may grow 
it's the only way of growth, isn't it, Ben? It's it's the only way, you know, without it, we cannot grow. It is our food. It is the manna, the word, the manna came down. Um, I am the way, the truth. I am the truth, said Jesus. The word was among us. He dwelt, you know, he is the word and the word Living is word. him. The word is God. So, so yes, dear friends, if you're listening, how can you best respond to this message? I would say, you know, the best way you respond is you, you say, oh, my goodness, I need the word of God. I need to crave the word of God. I need to desire it. And God wants you to crave and desire the word of God more than anyone else does. And so if you pray and ask him, Lord, give me the desire for your word. Give me the hungering and thirsting. Give me the the means, Lord. Help me. You know, I've struggled to read and, and read things and read. Show me how I can be a man or a woman of your word. Love your word. Feed on your word. Crave as pure spiritual milk, drinking it day by day. Lord, help me, help me, help me. Mm-hmm. Dear friends, he's going to answer that prayer. If that is sincere, he will help you and you will become a woman, a a man of the word of God and you'll grow. You'll grow strong. You'll grow big. You will grow big in God. And, and, you know, God needs you to be big in him for this day, you know? And so it's the only way friends. It is the only way. I mean, I, I do, I have conversations with Christians today, those who, who hold to the word of God as being so important are, you know, there are many that don't, I'm, I'm sad to say, I've had conversations even recently, and, and you know, I, I having a conversation the other day, and the person said, I was saying, do you believe that you are saved by faith through, you know, through faith, by grace alone, you know, in, in the cross, mm-hmm. through faith in the cross. And they were, yeah, of course I do, yeah. But uh, and, 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 and all these things, I said, the only way you know about that or we know that is through the word. Yeah. Otherwise, we'd have no idea about how we get saved. If we lose the word of God, we may as well just be, well, you know, if I'm good, I might get to heaven. And, you know, the, the revelation of the cross and That's grace... It. And and all these things are in the word. Amen. It's all there. Yeah. So, yeah. Sorry, I'm getting a bit passionate. No, no. This show is about the word anyway. (laughs) Let it come out. Yeah. Let it come out. That's it. You know. And uh, as a Christian, that growth is so important. I read a lot of. um, I read many authors, but the one who always kind of I come back around to every time is Derek Prince, and he he was passionate about getting those foundations right in the Christian life, and and making sure that your 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 foundation is built on the rock that is Christ instead of on the you know sand. And um, as you come to the Lord, you know it's important to to submit to what the Word says, to submit to your leaders and the ones that are there who are experienced in the faith. Because, you know, they want to impart to you something they've received. Mm. And getting those foundations in your life is so, so important. I'm so grateful that when I, mm. I came to, to the Lord and came yeah. to the church, that I was, I was taken on a new believers course, mm. um, that I was taken on, a you know, a, a one that didn't just leave me floundering, that actually um, helped me to grow, helped me to memorize scripture. Yeah. The best thing that ever happened, you know, in those years was that I was led into a time of, of 
spending time alone with God in prayer. Yeah. And we were all to go off for just an hour um, and sit in a room and, and pray. Mm. And, I, you know, that was that was amazing to me. I was like, okay. You know, and I, that's where I, I began something that went on for years in my mm. life where I'd write a list. You know, I'd pray through, uh, I'd pray for myself. I'd Well, actually, I'd sit there and I, I'd realise the presence of God, Psalm 139. I'd pray for things in my life. I'd pray for things in others others' lives, and then later on, I'd learn to sit there and not even ask for anything, and just enjoy the presence of God in prayer and in worship. And you know, and out of that came uh, the worship ministry that I'm involved in. You know, and they, those are foundational things um, for a spiritual child at the mm-hmm. time. Uh, but it gave me that desire to want more, you know, the spiritual yeah. milk that I was given. I want, it was nourishing me and I wanted more. And, Brilliant. and you know, Brilliant. that set the foundations yes. in life. And that's what, that's what Peter's talking about. Yes. He, he says, now that you have tasted mm. that yeah, the Lord absolutely. is good, you know, you want more. <laughs> and, and, and yeah, that, that's how it works. As you taste, as you eat of that living bread, that manner, and you think, you say, wow, I've just sat and encountered God through the word. He's spoken to me. He's, he's said something to me. He's revealed something to me. And you say, wow, I want more. <laughs> yes, Ben, I want more. So People are just commenting. They'd like to see our handsome faces once again rather than the, uh, the script. Ah, I've left the scripture <laughs> on. Okay. And, of course, we wanted to deprive them of that, would we? That's got to be your wife. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, give her a wave. Hey, he's hello. back. He's here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, wonderful. So now that you tasted that the Lord is good. And like you said, Ben, as you come to him, that's the next verse. As you come to him, the living stone, rejected by men but chosen by God and precious to him. So there is this coming to him through the word, with the word, tasting the word, drinking the pure spiritual spiritual milk. It says, as you come to him. Come so to there him. is a coming to him in that, mm-hmm. isn't there? That's how these are, are tied together and connected. Um, now, I don't think we're going to go into, but we're talking about, you know, let's briefly mention the living stone, the stones, the stone building, the stone edifice. Yeah. Jesus is referred to here. We'll, we'll pick it up next week. But mm. as, you know, the cornerstone, the chief cornerstone, the capstone, the yes. foundation stone, the rock and all these things. And we are living, living stones, stones as well. Yeah. So what what um, what would you sort of encourage folks about that? Or, or any, any thoughts on that? Well, just the thoughts. I mean, we'll probably blur the lines into next week. But course, as, you, as yeah. you come to him, a living stone rejected by men, um, and, you know, there's that whole thing. It's one of the saddest scriptures in the Bible. You know, there's the bit in the Old Testament where God is the king of Israel, but yet they wanted they wanted a man to be their king. Mm. Uh, and he, you can sense the sadness of God when, you know, he gives them what, what they want. And it's the same with John, with the coming of Jesus. Uh, it says in, in 1 John 1.11, he came to his, his own and his own people did not receive him. You know, he, he came as a, a living stone but was rejected by men. And even the religious leaders at the time, he healed a blind man. And he said it's only by Beelzebub, the, pres- the prince of demons, that this man casts out demons. And then Jesus, you know, come back with a stinging rebuke. How can a house that's divided stand? But, you know, um, he, he came, you know, the one they were waiting for. Yeah. The living stone, the, the cornerstone of the whole of the mm-hmm. Hebrew faith in the Old Testament. He came yeah. and they rejected him. Yeah. Um, but in the sight of God, chosen and precious. Yeah. 
And he, as the, as the cornerstone, the capstone, the foundation stone, you know, is holding all of us stones together. He holds us all together. But I love the imagery of, uh, of the togetherness of yes. the building. Yeah. You know, again, we're, we're a building together. And unless we're together, you know, the building ain't there. Sort of there's something missing. There's, uh, we've got this idea, again, of the loving one another, yeah. of being together. Um, I, I think of, you know, where there is unity, God commands the blessing. Amen. He says, I want you to be together. I want you and together you will be my dwelling place. Um, I think it's uh, 1 Corinthians 3.16 or 2 Corinthians 3.16, one of the two. Uh, it says, do you not know that you, meaning you together, are the temple of the Holy Spirit. There's a sense, you know, it's when we're together that we are his temple and that he loves to dwell, that he does his um, his, his, his supernatural, that he, he brings his blessing uh, together, together, together. We're, we're a, a living building. And he's, build, he's building us together. Like he's building, say, he's building us, integrating each one of us into that yeah. building, um, putting, all, putting all believers in, into into place and i'm sure you know next week we'll, we'll talk a lot about the church um you know what that means but i mean great scripture to kind of maybe bring bring it to a close or on these thoughts is ephesians two nineteen, fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of god built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets christ jesus himself being the cornerstone in whom the whole structure is being joined together grows into a holy temple in the lord in him also you are being built together into a dwelling place for God by the Spirit. You know, and there's that there's that, that that integration that we were talking about, yes, that building yes, together, yes, yes. you know, and you, you come to the Lord, you join a church, and if you just be willing to serve, mm. uh, you know, God will put you as a living stone into that house of living yes, stones. yes. And uh, you know that, yeah, that's, that's absolutely what you're that about, that right? that building together. We we have uh, think of the other imagery of a body. You know where yes, yeah. all of the parts are are vital. You know for that body to function, and it says even it says the hidden parts. I know we're talking about the body, but the the, the body that the the Lord is building and the edifice that God is building. Unless the Lord builds the house, you know, we build it in vain. So we think of this building, but God has brought all the parts of the building, the stones, the parts of the body, and each one. And if you're listening to this, you, if you've been brought to this body, to Bright City Church, to Wherever you have been brought, God has brought you for a reason and a purpose, and you are vital to that body. Um, and, and you need to know that, and you need to believe that and move into that by serving, by, you know, thinking good thoughts about your own um, contribution and seeing how you can get involved because you will add so much to the body. I think of, um, yeah, I was thinking of the scripture. It says, you know, that the, the hidden parts or the modest parts of the body, or we could think of the building, um, are, are even the most vital parts. Yes, so, yeah. you, you know, you think of even because you and I, we've done a bit of um, – anatomy and physiology as, as nurses <laughs> and what have you you know we think of the hidden parts of of the body you know the 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 um 
uh, the, the organs, <laughs> like the the liver, the heart, yes. uh, the the kidneys. You yep. know, the, nobody sees these parts, but yep. without them, you know, everything comes to to uh, an end. You That's know, it. We, they're all vital parts. They're vital, aren't you they? And, and yet, the the ones that are seen, maybe you know, the big mouths up the front. <laughs> I it. would put myself in there because it seems that at the moment, you know, part of my ministry is. To be seen, and same with you, Ben. You you've seen quite a bit with the worship ministry. So some parts are more seen, others are unseen. But the unseen, it seems, are more vital than the seen. If we yeah. think of the, the 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 example of the body, that's don't it. we? And that's it. You know, if you, I remember learning anatomy and physiology and yeah. coming across things that I'd never heard of, like the endocrine system. Or the integumentary system, which is your skin. <laughs> the, end, the, the endocrine system, you're like, okay. But without that, you know, if your hormones are out of balance or your chemistry is out of balance in your body, you're in big, big trouble. Yes. And, you know, you, yes. you don't even give that a second thought you in, in you. your day-to-day yeah. life. So, you know, let's think about uh, the hidden part. We'll pray in a moment, but think about the hidden parts of even Bright City Church, I would like to say. Yeah, yeah. You know, and those people who are doing vital things that if they were taken out of the picture, what about the prayers and the intercessors? Absolutely, yeah. You know, if if they weren't uh, doing what they're doing, what you're doing, uh, friends, if you pray for uh, the church and... What about um, those who are, you know, working on the finances and the governance yeah. every every week? You know, yeah. making sure that um, money comes in, goes to the right places, and helps things happen. You know, keeping the building going when we're all, the not in, going, we're all not in it. But you know, mending the heating, paying the yeah. bills, doing all these things. There's so much we could talk about, and I mean, we're just talking about a church building, and of course, church isn't a building; it's a family of God. So That's there's it. so much we could talk about, but um, thank God, you know, He's called us all to be together for such a time as this. Yeah. You know, of all the places in all the world, you know, I love that scripture in. Uh, in Acts, um, now where is it now? 17, I believe, 17, 24 I'm going to go for. Uh, you know, that he chose the exact <laughs> places where we should live and, um, and and the exact time that we should be in those places. Of so, all the churches in all the world, yeah, to walk into mine. <laughs> is that African Queen? Or Probably is. Yeah. That's what I thought he was going to say. That's it. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, that's um, Jeff, uh, Humphrey Bogart. That's it. Yes, the Lord says to us. All, <laughs> totally all the churches and all the world, you yeah. had to go and walk into my... <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> That's it. That's yeah, it, you know. and it's true. God brought you and me to be together. Let's just thank him for that. Thank you for listening tonight, guys. Um, thank you for joining us. Let's be encouraged by this word of God. He says, I've called you together. I've... Um, I've brought you together. I've brought you this faith. I've called you to love one another, to throw off everything that would hinder that loving of one another. And I want you to crave my spiritual milk that I have for you to grow up fully in your salvation. Taste of me and know that I am good. I've brought you together. I'm building you into a wonderful building that will glorify me and house my Holy Spirit, even in this day, in this time where you are. So, Lord, we thank you for your living word. Thank you for every person. Thank you for Ben 
and his, the revelations you've brought through Ben, Lord, and opening up the word to us. Thank you for every person connected. Lord, let this word bring everlasting life into every person who listens yes, according Lord. to your promise. He says, your word does not go and return void, but it accomplishes everything that you sent it for. And we thank you that you're accomplishing great things for your glory in this day. In Jesus' name. Well, bless you all. Casablanca, says Graham. It was Casablanca. Thank you, Graham, for the correction there. It wasn't African Queen. So... Uh, Brilliant. Okay, well, bless you all, and we will see you Word Up next week. Word Up. Word Up.